Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail and let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that there's actually a free download that's going to accompany this episode. It is a checklist worksheet made just for you on how to plan out your brand photo shoot with great suggestions on the types of images that you're going to need. So head to laylyimadi.com slash 9090 and grab that free download now. I hope it's helpful for you and I hope you enjoy this episode. So we're going to talk about why you need a brand shoot if you've never had one before, or even if you have, we're going to talk about how to find a great photographer for you. And we're going to talk about some things you can do to start planning a really successful and stress-free or at least low stress photo shoot for yourself. Now, As creative small business owners, or if you want to call yourself a personal brand, we all know that it's important to get in front of the camera, even if we don't want to. And trust me, I can relate to the feeling of not wanting to be in front of the camera. As you guys know, I started out as a photographer. That was my creative small business for a long time. And I loved being behind the camera and really hated getting in front of the camera. So I can completely relate to that feeling, but we're going to get past it together. Okay. So hang in there with me and let's go ahead and dive in. We're going to talk about why it's so important to get in front of the camera, why it's important to invest in photography with your time and your money and all the things that go into it that can be a challenge. So of course, as I mentioned, I was a photographer for a long time. I still am a photographer, but it was my primary business. And now it's more of a supplementary kind of leg of my business because the only photography I really do now is for other small business owners. So typically I'll photograph coaching clients or a former mastermind students who like my photography and who know that I know what I'm doing as a brand photographer. So I'm really passionate about this subject, but beyond that, I think I'm probably more passionate about it because of my own journey getting in front of the camera more and more over the past few years as an educator and as a business coach. So I think I actually have a really unique perspective on brand photography as a whole, as someone who, of course, has created imagery for others and as someone who has very reluctantly needed a lot of imagery of myself and has had to come to grips with the fact that like, yes, this has to be a part of my business and I'm just going to go for it. So this episode is going to break down how to find a great photographer for you, what kind of images you probably want or need to get out of a brand shoot and how to overcome some common hurdles or obstacles that I've seen get in the way of what could be a really great brand photo shoot. Before we dive in to finding a photographer and preparing for having your brand photos taken, let's do a quick deep dive onto why this is important. Obviously, there are tons of reasons it's important to get your brand photos taken, your personal photos taken for your business. But the number one reason and the reason I'm going to talk about in this episode is that people buy from people period. We, yes, we, a lot of times are looking for a product, we're looking for a service, but at the end of the day, the more connection that you can make with your prospective client, with the person who's deciding whether or not they're going to invest in you is to make a connection and allow them to get to know you. And a big part of that is imagery. Of course, it's in the words that you use. It's in the copy that you use. It's in your amazing sales pages and your really great captions on social media. But It really is a lot to do with the way that you're presenting what it is and what you do in a visual form. 
At the end of the day, people are typically really visual, and so it's really important to be able to do that. One thing I love to think about here is whenever I go searching to find something or find a service or a product and I get on Instagram and I'm scrolling, what are the Instagram feeds or the websites that keep me there longer? Typically, they're the ones that are really visually entertaining or really expressive and I can very easily feel like I understand the person behind the brand or even the brand in general. So it's definitely something to think about. People buy from people and as much as we want to shy away or hide behind our work or hide behind our offerings and our services and our products, it is very important to get out in front of it and, you know, Put your face out there, have people be able to attach a face to a name and a name to a brand. I also think about all the time, whenever I make big investments, I find it a lot easier to hit the purchase button when I know where my money is going. Like how amazing is that to know whenever you're making an investment, oh, I'm helping this family thrive. Like I can see exactly where my money is going and I feel comfortable with that investment because I know that I'm, you know, contributing to somebody else's livelihood, to their family, to their travels, honestly, whatever it is that they're putting out there. So Okay, I'm getting off the soapbox of why it's important to have your brand photos taken. I think it's just super, super imperative for you to understand that before we move forward because a lot of us are going to feel some reluctance to actually dive in and get brand photos taken. Um, We'll talk ourselves out of it however we can, and I think that it's important to take the time to actually realize how, how pivotal it is that people buy from people. All right, let's talk about how to find the best photographer for you. This is such a common question that I get from a lot of my friends, my family, people that I coach from all over you know, the world, really, even internationally. Like, how do I find a photographer? Here are the three things I would keep in mind when you're searching for a photographer. The first thing, and this is super important, any photographer will tell you, and if you're a photographer tuning in, I hope that you agree with me here. But style is extremely important to consider first. So what kind of style really speaks to your brand, really reflects your brand and your personal, um, you know, aesthetic or the way that you personally want to be represented? For me, I likely would not hire as much as I love this style. I probably wouldn't hire like a dark and moody photographer to photograph me because I like for my brand to be really bright and colorful and crisp and clean. I like a lot of, you know, bright imagery that's kind of happy and joyful. That's who I am and that's who I like to represent myself as. Now, here is something really important to keep in mind. A lot of photographers who specialize in brand photography will alter their style to match yours. Now, a lot of general photographers, so like people who do wedding photography or portrait photography, or maybe they're just getting started and they're doing a little bit of everything, whatever it is, a lot of them won't change their style, but specific brand photographers, I'm talking photographers who specialize in one thing and that one thing is brands, they may tweak their style. So it's always worth the ask. Um, at the end of the day, they'll tell you whether they feel comfortable or not altering their style to match yours. But that's where I like to start. Of course, I always like to get recommendations from people who I look at and I see, okay, this person has really beautiful imagery. I see it on their website. I see it on their social media. Um, I see it all over the place. I'm going to ask them what photographer they used. That's, of course, a really great place to start. Uh, You know, there's always Facebook groups and things like that, but you do kind of get inundated if you 
you know, ask at your own risk there. If you go on Facebook and you're like, hey, I need a brand photographer, be prepared to have like hundreds of people blowing you up to take your photo. But you will get a lot of variety in that way for people to look at. The second thing you'll want to look at when you're thinking about what photographer is going to be best for you is your budget. Now, I always want to proceed with caution when I'm talking about budgeting for photos. Photographers, if you're out there listening, I know that we're all really sensitive when it comes to talking about pricing and, you know, people needing to decide on their budget. At the end of the day, you guys, you've got to know what are you able and willing to spend on your imagery and how important is it to get all of the things that you want out of it because you're going to have to budget a fair amount for this. Now, of course, you could go the route of working with a beginning photographer, someone who's just getting started. You could maybe try to find somebody who's willing to trade with you for services, but I've done it all. I've done the swaps. I've done the trades. I've worked with beginners. I've been the beginner. And I'm just going to put this out there that if you're an established business owner who is looking to level up their imagery for their business purposes, it's worth looking at what it costs to hire a true pro in the situation. And I'll talk a little bit about my experience of hiring a true professional versus doing all the other things a little bit later. But you just need to consider what's my budget and have an idea in mind as you're starting to source through and reach out and inquire with other photographers to see, you know, their style fits, does their budget fit, let's find out. And the third thing I want you to consider when you're trying to find the best photographer for you is something that I actually didn't ever think about until recently, until I started investing in more photography for my own business. And that is looking for previous work that the photographer shares that reflects exactly what it is that you want. And the prime example I have here is one that I, you know, I want to share with you guys in full transparency. And that is for me, body type. I see a lot of photographers who I love their work, but everything that they've shared has had maybe one body type, maybe someone who is a little bit more small or delicate, a lot of model looking people. And I am, you know, in full confidence here, like I feel okay about it, but I'm not a small girl. Like I'm not dainty. I am curvy. I am a curvy lady. So that being said, I want to be able to make sure that I'm going to have a photographer that knows how to pose a woman with curves. That's really important to me because while I am more confident in my body than I was, you know, several years ago when I first started getting in front of the camera, I know as a photographer that posing is so imperative. You could make me look about 20 pounds heavier or exactly the weight I am or 20 pounds lighter based off of the way that you pose me. And I just want to make sure that whoever I work with knows what it's like to work with a woman with curves. And in the past, that has not been the case. I've worked with photographers who really, they didn't even think about it because to them, it was not something to worry about. But to me, it was at the time, the thing I was most worried about. And so I share that in full transparency in hopes that it helps you. Take a look at people's portfolios and make sure that they're able to work with people who look like you and get the results that you would be happy with. Because at the end of the day, it's in your benefit and in the benefit of the photographer for you to know that what you're walking into is going to make you feel good, make you feel happy, make you feel confident, and is going to yield the results that you want after you invest. So 
that's definitely something to think about. On that same token, I have also made the mistake of hiring photographers who did not showcase people with my skin tone. And again, it's really hard when you've never seen work that they've done before and you don't address it and then you get the final image back and I would maybe look orange or I would look very yellow. Um, I understand that my skin tone might be hard for some photographers to edit, but that was kind of on me that I didn't look at their previous work. And if I did and I didn't see anybody that looked like me, I didn't bring it up. I'm not saying that a photographer who doesn't post the things that look like me I'm not saying that they can't photograph people that look like me, but I probably should have asked. So I bring that up for you to be able to do your due diligence and to actually have that conversation with the photographer that you want to work with and say, you know, either I love the way that you've done this or, hey, I noticed you don't really post a lot of curvy women and I am a curvy woman or I noticed you don't post anybody with my skin tone, but I'm nervous about my skin tone. Do you feel confident as a photographer to be able to take me on as a client? And just opening up that conversation and that dialogue is a really, really positive thing for you to be able to do. So those are my three tips on finding the best photographer for your needs and purposes. Now let's dive into how to actually plan for your shoot and a few best practices that I can suggest to you to have a really, like I said, low stress or stress-free photo shoot when the time comes. Now, of course, number one, I've got five things I'm going to go through with you guys. The first thing I'm going to tell you, and this kind of goes back to the, the first section of this podcast episode, is to hire a professional photographer. Uh, if you hire a professional, they're going to help you plan it out. They're going to make sure that it's seamless, that it's as low stress as it can be. I cannot express the difference between trading for photos and hiring a professional for a dedicated photo shoot. Now, photographers out there, I know there are a lot of you that listen to this podcast. If you are a photographer, hear me out invest in your own photography. I know that it's tempting to hand your camera off to your husband or your bestie or to trade and, you know, edit them yourself. But here's why you shouldn't do that. And I'm just going to say it really, really fast. One, you probably won't get as many images as you want or need for your purposes in terms of marketing and all the other places you can use them. Two, how many of us are actually going to edit the entire session of ourselves? Most of the time, those images just sit on your hard drive until you get around to it and other client work will always come first. And three, it's very difficult to critique or ask for correction or send back any kind of, um, you know, have any kind of back and forth if you're not actually paying for the images. We all know what I'm talking about here. You don't want to bother your friend who took the time to take photos of you and tell her that you don't like them and you need more. But you can do that if you invest in a photographer and you probably won't actually have to do that if you invest in a photographer. Now, if you're not a photographer listening to this, thanks for letting me go on that one minute soapbox. But I definitely, definitely encourage you to hire a professional. They're going to know what they're doing. They're going to help you plan. But I am going to give you a few other tips. Like I said, I've got four more out of the five to tell you so that you can kind of get your wheels turning. The first thing, and this is the thing that everybody asks, how many outfits, how many looks, how many things should I wear for my photo shoot? And I am going to tell you, you need at least four outfits. I would say the more, the better. However many your photographer feels they can fit in the time frame that you've hired them for, I say go for it. And here's why. I used to do like two outfits, three outfits for whenever I would get brand photos done. 
and think about how often you want to be posting on social media. Think about how many pages there are on your website and how many images you want to use there. Think about what types of images you want to get and what types of images you want to walk away with. So for me, I want a lot of horizontal images and a lot of stock image type type imagery for my website. But for my Instagram, I want a lot of images of me working or, you know, headshots where I'm looking right at the camera and making eye contact. I want images of me doing all of the things that I want people who want to work with me to be able to see me doing. And so I need a lot of variety. And I know this sounds kind of silly or maybe a little bit extra, but I don't want to wear the same shirt in every picture that I post on Instagram. I want to be able to have a good amount of variety, some different looks. Um, Maybe I want to throw my hair up in a ponytail. Maybe I want to have it down. I want to be able to showcase a little bit more of my personality, a little bit more uh, variety in everything it is that I'm posting and I'm sharing and I'm using brand imagery for. So the more variety, the better. The third thing to think about before you jump into your brand shoot is where you want to use the images. I just kind of touched on this, but for me, I know every shoot I do, I'm going to utilize these images on Pinterest for, you know, podcast graphics. I'm going to utilize Instagram, obviously. I might want to refresh certain pages of my website. I maybe have a new sales page that I need new imagery for. I probably will need to have some good headshots to send out for any kind of promotional material. If I'm a guest on a podcast, they always ask for a headshot and I want to make sure that I'm not sending the same one every time. So thinking about where you want to use the images ahead of time is really going to help you even if you do or hopefully when you do hire a professional. That way you can clearly communicate to them where you want to use them and they'll be able to gauge how many images and how many looks and how many locations you're going to need in order to make that happen. So it's going to set both of you up for success. The fourth thing I'm going to suggest here to think about doing, it might work for some of you, it might not work for others. It is amazing for me. And that is bringing a friend along. And when I say a friend, I don't mean just like a random friend. I mean the friend who hypes you up, who makes you feel comfortable, who makes you feel like a million bucks, who's literally going to be like, yes, queen, the entire time you're shooting, who's going to be your personal hype girl. Because while I want to say that every photographer is incredible and will make you feel at ease, and that's the hope. Right, is that you'll hire a photographer who you know is going to make you feel amazing. Sometimes it's nice to have somebody else there who you trust and who you know is not going to lie to you and who you know is going to have your back 100% of the time. So I love to bring the friend who I know will say like, hey, that shirt's actually not super flattering. Why don't we find you something else? Or who's going to say like, yes, go off. You look incredible the entire time we're shooting. And so I really have found that it's very helpful for someone like me who doesn't super love getting in front of the camera. And the fifth thing you're going to want to think about while you're preparing for your shoot is how often you're going to want to work with a photographer and how often you're going to need brand photos. Now, this is probably a question that you have or maybe that you're mulling through. And I'll just, I'll give you this to think about. It truly depends on your business model and the way that you market your business. I used to get my photos done once a year. And now I get them done once a quarter. So I quadrupled the amount of photos I get done yearly. And the reason for that is because now I need a lot more variety in what it is that I actually market 
imagery wise. So when I was just doing photography as my full time, like it was probably 85 to 90% of my income, I was showcasing so much client work and so many images of my clients. And I would sprinkle in imagery of myself um, and me in action and me behind the scenes, all of those things. Now, primarily my business is spent on education and on coaching creative educators and creative entrepreneurs. And so a lot of it has to be me, which is really hard, again, for someone who does not love to be in front of the camera, but it is it is what it is. And so now... I get it done. I get photos done quarterly and I'm able to have a lot more variety. The reason that I bring this up as the fifth thing you're going to want to think about before you're planning out a photo shoot is that you'll then be able to talk to whatever photographer you work with. And if you use them and you love them, it's possible that they can create a package for you that's annual or you can work on um, how to become kind of a regular client of theirs. So that's just something to think about before you dive in. I really hope this episode was helpful for you if you struggle getting in front of the camera or if you've just been mulling about, you know, like, is it a good investment? Is it a good use of time? I 100% think it is as somebody who used to not pay for brand imagery and now I pay a lot for it. I have seen the return time and time again. It is very, very important in the personal brand, creative small business owner world to do this. So I highly recommend it. And again, you guys, I want to remind you that we have a free download to help you plan your shoot. It's an amazing checklist that'll kind of take you through some suggestions of the types of images you should get. And you can access that at leilyamadi.com slash 90. That's nine zero, the episode number. So again, leilyamadi.com slash 90 to get that free download. I hope it helps you. I would download it, print it out and take it to your next photo shoot. I hope that you guys have an amazing week and I will catch you on the next episode. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.